Hey traders, welcome to the 22nd podcast for the Performante podcast. The bullish BTC coverage continues. So in this podcast, we'll be going over some institutions and some countries that are actually using BTC to transact. We'll go over a little bit into the efficiencies of transacting in uh, cryptocurrencies in short. We'll go over one bank that is actually issuing Euro stablecoin on the Stellar network. We'll get into that in a little bit. And then we'll end it off with a little bit of a safety precaution after someone loses over 50K in life savings to a ledger phishing scam. So I'll pass it now over to Nathan. Very cool. The next thing we're going to be talking about is Venezuela paying for imports from Iran and Turkey with BTC to evade sanctions. So pretty unbelievable news in my personal opinion. A lot of these countries that are third world that may not have the ability to use the world reserve currency are finding other solutions to import, export and transact goods and services throughout the world. And uh, I think this is really gonna be a major milestone for BTC because if you're not gonna be using the US dollar, there are other currencies that you could use. You could use the yen, this was franc, the euro. There, there are other currencies that are not the world reserve currency that companies and countries could use. Um, but at the end of the day, they're using BTC. And in my opinion, that's an extremely positive outlook for the overall cryptocurrency market because if the second tier down of US dollar is going to be Bitcoin, think of how monumental that is going to be for the overall potential for the entire space. Uh, got any thoughts on that, Nathan?
totally. Yeah, pretty unbelievable. And just one thing to note, if countries like Venezuela and Turkey already have devaluing currencies, which Venezuela is obviously up there with the highest inflation rates that kind of any country has ever seen. So if they're already suffering from massive currency proliferation, and if the country's already set up in a, I guess you could say, blockchain friendly manner, which people can conduct commerce in a very efficient way just through the currencies, that's an extremely easy on-ramp. That is literally the next step that these countries are going to be taking if their currency explodes or just, you know, vanishes into oblivion because there's so much currency, it doesn't hold value. So we can already see, in my opinion, kind of the breadcrumbs of where this is going to be going. So, um, yeah, in short, pretty, pretty bullish news, I would say. Uh, and, and to go on to the more institutional kind of overarching adoption of BTC, to get a little bit deeper into the world, uh, the World Bank, one of the world's oldest banks in Germany is issuing Euro stable coins on the Stellar network. Um, pretty unbelievable news. Let's dive a little bit deeper into it. Uh, in short, Euro stablecoin is being issued by one of the oldest banks in Germany by the, I'm going to butcher this so bad, Bankhaus von der Heides BVDH, which was established in 1754. And uh, they're now tokenizing digital assets and really trying to adopt blockchain, which is pretty unbelievable. Yeah, that's not much in order for you to get into the top 1%. Obviously, um, as the number of BTC accumulates, um, as long as your dollar cost averaging and stuff, it's totally fine because 1% now will not be 1% when all uh, 21 million are mined. But in terms of where you need to be to position yourself for a possible extremely lucrative opportunity is to really not hold as much BTC as I think one may need. Um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I can't afford Bitcoin, only you can buy one. Well, extremely simple uh, explanation. You can buy as many as you want. You can buy a dollar's worth of BTC. So I think that uh, this is an extremely tangible, doable sort of investment. 0.28 BTC. And uh, I think if people, even if they're not interested in trading, are able to dollar cost average to hedge their position against their native currency you're, they're using, it's an extremely, extremely, extremely attainable investment to reach that 0.28 to potentially put yourself in the 1% club.
Definitely. Just one thing to quickly note, I'm not, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but the more people are staking, the less the liquidity pool is within these exchanges. Because if you're staking ETH, you're not able to purchase another cryptocurrency. You got to stake it. You, you got to hold them, right? So I think when more people are looking to stake, there's going to be less of a liquidity pool, which will shorten what you call the float. Like in a share structure, you call the number of shares outstanding a float. And if the float is reduced, that would increase the volatility because there's less shares to go around. And if you increase the float, increase the number of shares in circulation, there's going to be on average less volatility because there's more shares there's more shares circulating around so i think as there's more staking as well as the DeFi projects where there's locked contracts and with some smart with smart contracts i think there's going to be a reduction in the float of eth which will obviously create more volatility more demand because there's less of them to actually purchase so definitely something to note and just something to think about and ponder uh Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. And I'm just gonna add one thing here. Um, while we're talking about the kind of staking, I don't think really many people understand that if there are individuals and players and, and, and traders and investors who are able to make money just from holding an asset, when the inevitable bear market does come, if you're able to get paid by holding an asset and, and you know that over time it's gonna go up, there's going to be less sell pressure and, and this is a thesis this isn't exactly like we've never seen a transition this significant from proof of work to proof of stake on such a large platform and project like ethereum but just looking in and kind of talking about it a little bit more in depth if we are going to see more people hold ethereum because you need to hold a certain amount in order to stake that means they're not going to be selling it and if there is a reduction in the sell pressure then inherently I think Ethereum will be able to hold its value a little better than maybe it would have been with a proof of work system. So um, I think the proof of stake is definitely helpful in the, I guess, eco-friendly environmental, less energy consumption. But I think from an actual investing standpoint where you're looking at the buyers and sellers and the supply and demand, it's actually going to reduce the amount of supply and circulation, which is inherently an extremely positive thing for the people who are long or the bulls within the Ethereum market.
Yeah, I think uh, it's pretty easily understandable uh, to, I guess, have some sort of filter. But um, at the end of the day, they get pretty deceiving, pretty uh, difficult to compare and contrast if it is a scam or is not. So stay safe out there. Definitely is, is a really good way to end off this overall podcast. I actually have received a few emails. Uh, and same thing, Gmail did filter them out. Um, one thing I do notice on our YouTube especially is... We get more comments from scammers saying this trader made me 8,000% every single week um, and I get perfect withdrawals. Check him out. He's absolutely awesome. And it's something along the lines of that. This trader, this investor is making me lots of money. Send him one Bitcoin. He'll send you five back in a week or whatever. The scammer is looking to get out of it. We do see a lot of comments on our YouTube channel as well as our other social media platforms. So please, please be careful. And uh, like we always say, join our Discord to get help if you do need it. It never hurts to ask. All right, so thank you very much for listening to our 22nd episode. Bullish BTC coverage continues, and I think we will see this momentum um, just push through all the way through December. I don't really see a whole lot of uh, shift happening, to be completely honest. BTC is holding really well above the $17,000 mark and creating that nice higher low. So we'll make another YouTube video this week for the technicals, looking at the price action for a lot of our assets that we do like to keep an eye on. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, have a good one, traders.